What's up, everybody? How are you doing? Welcome to the Mondays with Matt Marion podcast. I am your host, Matt Marion. Matt Marion all day. It is currently 7.43 p.m. on Monday. I'm so sorry I didn't have this out first thing in the morning like I have the past couple Mondays. Oh, man, I'm just so tired. I know, no excuses, Matt. But, oh, God, I'm tired. Had a long weekend. It was a fun weekend, though. It was a fun weekend. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just super tired. I, uh, I substitute taught this morning or today and, you know, teaching math, and I just, I sucked. I sucked today. I'm teaching 8th grade and 7th grade, and 7th grade, we were just going over multiplying decimals, and it's been a while since I've done that. It has, but uh, I remembered how, kind of, and I know it sounds easy, but it's just, it was so long since I'd done that, and I fucked up the problem, and, but luckily, I have this really smart student in class, and she kind of helped me out. <laughs> a seventh grader was helping me teach math to other seventh graders. Not my proudest moment as a teacher. But, you know, I'm just like, well, I got to admit when I don't know stuff. You can't just pretend I know stuff and then they think that's really how it is. And then they're really confused. But, yeah, I I got decent sleep last night. But the night before that, we... Uh, Fletcher's Grove played on the roof of 123 Pleasant Street, and it was awesome. Uh, a decent amount of people even came out and watched from the parking lot across the street until the cops told them they couldn't stand there in the parking lot. That wasn't being used at all. But the cops didn't stop us from playing, so I can't really complain too much about that. But it was cool. It ended up being really cool. Uh Yes, or during that point, we we were kind of kind of a part of a protest of some sorts, but mostly just wanted to play, just uh, kind of trying to make it known that we 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 really want um, music to be opened across the state, if possible, at least outdoor shows. I mean, I'm I'm all about being responsible and everything, uh, but yeah, just with the hypocrisy and everything that's opening and not opening, just trying to straighten all that out. Uh, at the same time, I wish that, uh, you know, I don't know, our West Virginia collar-coded maps all fucked up, and Fayette County's technically, like, red or orange, according to the Harvard map, and it was green this week. So if Fayette County wouldn't have made the decision to stay with blended learning, where students just come 
two days a week, and they split it between in the alphabet A through M or A. Th- oh God, I can't even think A through L and M through Z. And yeah, A through L and M through Z. God, I'm still tired. They say you can't catch up on sleep. They is some, I don't know, some article I read. That's who they are. But I still love doing this podcast. And and, uh, my listens are up. So thank you guys so much for continuing to listen. I didn't put the last episode on SoundCloud. I've only been doing Spotify and YouTube. So continue to do that. Listen to me on Spotify. I don't even think you need a Spotify account to listen to really almost any podcast, I don't think. But, um, yeah, give me a follow on Spotify. Subscribe to my channel on YouTube. Just called Matt Marion. Sorry, I drank a beer kind of fast. Trying to get ready for this. Trying to get normal. I took a big nap. That's why I'm getting started so late. And, uh, oh, yeah, but Saturday night after our set, um, hung out with my buddy, um, who organized it and managed it and is doing an awesome Awesome thing for the Morgantown music scene and just music in West Virginia in general. Adam Payne. And uh, we stayed up late watching. He like put up a projector screen on his van and we watched music all night. Watched a bunch of Modesky, Martin, and Wood. Um, That was awesome. And if you haven't listened to them and you like jazz, I guess uh, they kind of coined the term or have been coined as... I don't know how to... They, they've been called acid jazz, okay? I'll just go with that. That's how my night went, okay? We were listening to acid jazz. I don't know what I did, but I was listening to acid jazz. I do know what I did, but I'm not going to tell you all everything I did. So, yeah, that was fun. That was fun as hell. But I stayed up really late. Stayed up to like 6. I haven't done that in forever. And I woke up around 9 for for some reason and was just ready to go home. So, woke up and drove home. Had a nice drive home, though, for the most part. I was getting really tired at the end. I came home thinking that I'd probably take a nap, but I didn't take a nap all day on Sunday. I stayed up and went to bed at like 10 or 11. Woke up this morning, and I don't know. That's been my day. But it was a really fun weekend. It was really great playing with the guys again. And, um... So yeah, so my brain's kind of fried right now, guys. I'm sorry. This is the Matt Marion Fried Podcast. Uh, but um, yeah, I'll be moving to Charleston, West Virginia, ASAP. I'll be out of Oak Hill by the end of this month. And probably start at my new job in November, I think. Uh, I, I hope, I'm hoping so. So this is going to be my last week teaching forever. I I do feel bad, like, kind of abandoning these students because uh, their original math teacher is having surgery. But I don't know. She's kind of older. Like, I think she could retire, but she didn't. And she's having a time with this technology that they're on right now and didn't really leave me any lesson plans or the next substitute any lesson plans. So I've just been kind of winging it giving them books and 
trying to get them off the computers. That's what all, all the other teachers just have them on, on their computers because they don't know if they'll be in next week or what. But I have them off of the computers when they're at school. So, anywho. Yeah, feel kind of bad leaving them with nothing. And, like, I don't know. Like I said, I had that really smart student. No, no, she's she needs to learn something new. And that class is crazy, though, that she's in. I yelled at them today. I try not to yell at classes, but they're these. It was, it's just the boys. The boys in that class are crazy. All the girls are very nice and polite and respectful, and the boys just aren't. They think it's really funny. And I think sometimes that's, like, my weakness as a sub. My other classes are really good, but like whenever a class is bad, I'm just, I'm not, I do not have very good classroom management. That's something I could admit. But some classes are just, they're just kind of impossible, you know? But anyways, I'm sorry to sound so gloomy and tired. Wake up, Matt. Wake up. Let's do this. All right. But uh, yeah, the good news though, the good news of the week is that Outdoor shows are now allowed in West Virginia, and you can expect a, uh, I've been told, a spooky announcement for Fletcher's Grove coming up, maybe this month, maybe around a certain day, a certain spooky day. So stay in tune for that, and so yeah, that's our good news. Play the show, we're going to have outdoor music which it's kind of cold outside, but hey, it's not freezing. So we got plenty of time for shows. Guys, if you hear blood-curdling screams of children, that they are not in my basement, I promise. It's coming from outside. My windows are thin, and I don't even have a basement, first of all, so I don't even have anywhere to chain up any kids, and I, I just swear, okay? So don't call the cops on me. I promise it's coming from outside. Do you imagine if I did have children chained up down there and I'm still like, I still got to do the podcast though. I'll just tell them that the screams are coming from outside. Yeah, but they really are. They really are. They're nice kids. This one girl that lives across the street, little girl gave me a flower one day and that was really nice. I still have it. It's actually on the floor right now. I'm trying to move out and ugh. I got a lot of shit for one dude. Living in a small house. But I'm just slowly moving out. Got a storage unit. Yep. Anyways, let's move on. Let's get this podcast going. All right. Let's go ahead and, and hear some movies with Matt. How about that? Well, every week I talk about a good movie and a bad movie. And this week's good movie, it is good. It it is rated R and it's pretty pretty brutal. Uh, so if you're kind of you're not wanting to watch something pretty serious or you know kind of gory in some parts, but really all around good. This movie is called The Devil All the Time, and it's on Netflix. It takes place in West Virginia, and I, not a town that even really exists in West Virginia, but um. It has a lot of good actors in it. It has Bill Skarsgård, Tom Holland. Um, 
and uh oh where's his name at it's not even at the top of the oh robert Pattinson. pattinson our next batman can't wait for that movie uh jason clark you'd know him if you uh saw him and it's a drama kind of thriller thing it takes place in kind of up through the 50s or like 40s 50s and 60s and it's really serious movie man it it is really good it has a lot of really good acting in it there's a uh, particular scene between tom holland and robert pattinson that is amazing uh i'll probably have to rewatch that scene it's just it it's really interesting seeing these actors who are i'm pretty sure tom holland and robert pattinson and bill skarsgård are from like england right where's bill skarsgård from oh he's from sweden what crazy yeah skarsgård's from sweden let's see where tom holland's from tom holland is from england born in kingston in 1996, wow. And see Robert Pattinson. Pretty sure he's born in England too. Yep, born in England as well. He's older than me, 1986. But yeah, after seeing uh, Robert Pattinson in this movie, they're all they all play these southern characters, and their accents aren't bad either, really. I mean, of course, they kind of go all out. Robert Pattinson plays a reverend and uh, very good very good movie really just great acting all around I mean the the women in it are really good actors too I just didn't really notice them from before uh, we got Haley Bennett Kristen Griffith and Eliza uh, Scanlon but everybody everybody crushes it, it crushes in it it does give you a lot of feelings, though. So just be ready for that. Don't watch it if you're pretty sensitive at all. So <laughs> I'll just say that. Uh, bad movie. The bad movie I want to talk about. I haven't seen it in years. I saw it like when it, it was out on Netflix, like around 2012. But it's called Twixt. T-W-I-X-T. And it uh, on, on IMDb, it's described as a comedy fantasy horror. And it, it is... It honestly, I was kind of obsessed with it. Like, it only gets a 4.8 on IMDb. Oh, Devil All Time gets 7.1 on IMDb. But yeah, I don't think a lot of people watch this movie. And like I said, it is a Francis Ford Coppola movie. You know, he did The Godfather and uh, a bunch of other classic movies. Didn't he do, did he do Apocalypse Now? Yeah. Apocalypse Now, The Godfather. A bunch of classics. And uh, I saw a quote from him that said, you know, he started right off the bat doing really big, serious movies uh, as a director. And now he's kind of getting getting those movies out. Um, or at least in 2000, around 2011, he started doing movies that he felt like he should have done as like a, as like a newer director. But it's... I just couldn't figure it out. This movie is, it's pretty bad and it's, but I think it's meant to be like that. And I don't know. That's why I watched it so much. I was just like, what? It was entertaining. Has Val Kilmer in it. And Bruce Dern, Elle Fanning. She's one of the main characters in it. 
And uh, definitely, it's worth checking out. I, I might rewatch it sometime soon. I don't. It's not on Netflix anymore, I don't think. But I'm sure you could watch it on Amazon or something like that. If you're looking for a place to to go to rent movies and stuff online, I definitely definitely recommend Amazon. I mean, there's Amazon Prime that has a lot of free stuff on it. And then you can also, you know, rent movies for three bucks or something. And you get them for like 48 hours. And uh, for shows, my buddy Sean actually um, mentioned I should watch this. And I already watched the first episode and it was good. I'm going to continue to watch it. But that is Utopia on Amazon. It's 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 really interesting. Um, it's really hard to explain too. So I don't really want to give anything away. But... He said it does have a lot of twists, and even the first episode has a big twist at the end. So check that out. We'll talk about it some. I'm all caught up on The Boys, the show off of Amazon Prime about superheroes, and that is very good. So continue to check out The Boys. It's it's on episode 7 right now, the second season, and they're actually coming out once every week on Friday. The new episodes, you gotta wait, which kind of sucks. You can't just binge them all. They're starting to crack down on that, unfortunately. But yeah, if there's any movies you all think I should watch, let me know, okay? Along with questions. Like, I'm getting ready to answer a lot of questions right now. And I would love to get some recommendations on movies and shows and everything like that. Um... I might even start like announcing like what movie I'm going to watch next week and you guys can watch it with me. Okay. So check it out. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to go ahead and get going here and start talking about some, some uh, questions, start answering some questions. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop apologizing for being like an idiot today, but that's just how it is, all right? I can't always be morning coffeeed up Matt. I would drink coffee right now, but I got to wake up early. And God, my coffee tasted horrible. I use a French press, and the grocery store really close to me doesn't have coffee beans to grind up, so I just got like normal ground Folgers coffee, and I put way too much in my French press today, and it just tasted awful. And I was so tired that it didn't even really do anything. Like, really. It didn't do shit to me this morning. It would not wake me up. And, uh, but I'll be on next Monday's podcast. We'll be on time. I'll make sure I do it like on, well, I can actually do it on Monday morning next week, I think. I don't think I'll be working. I got to take my physical Wednesday, so that's fun. Take a drug test and all that fun stuff. Probably get my blood taken. Probably get my balls touched. So, yeah, really looking forward to that. Anyways, my first question is from Crack, Mr. McCracken, my good buddy from years past. We've been friends forever since we were like little, little kids. But he asks a good question. He says, would you rather eat your food hot or cold for the rest of your life? Oh, my God. That is, I've been thinking about this question, been weighing the options. Like, what do I eat? Hmm. This doesn't count drinks, though, right? So I could have, like, hot cookies with cold milk. Yeah. Hot brownies and milk. But I couldn't have ice cream. Because that's technically a food to me. 
Maybe a milkshake, though. That's almost a drink. Um, gosh. I would have to say hot, man. Yeah. Yeah, hot. I was just now thinking about eating a cold corn dog. That wouldn't be good. I feel like there's a lot of food that's not good cold. I don't know. I think hot. I mean, I don't know what, what the reason would be that I could only eat hot food, but I think it'd mean I had access to like a fire or I wasn't poor and just eating cold scraps. Maybe I was poor, but I was getting hot scraps of food. But yeah, I'd have to say hot. Yep, definitely. Definitely. Uh, I'm trying to think, is are there cold foods that are not good hot? I mean, ice cream's not good hot. Um, yeah, hot. Hot foods for life. I would miss the cold, though. I'd miss my sandwiches, like my cold sandwiches. But I could just eat a hot sandwich. Eat some melts or something, right? A good old melt. What is a melt? That just means the cheese is melted and that's it? I'm confused with melts. Well, this is a melt. I hate. I actually do not like that name, melt. Tuna melt? I mean, it sounds good, but I don't know. It just That word bothers me. Some words just bother me. Okay, my next question is from another good friend, Dustin Smith. He actually, he turned me on to a really good book. If you guys are into fiction, this is from years ago. But it was called uh, uh, The Name of the Wind. And I haven't even, I haven't stayed in touch with Dustin. There's a second book. And then I wonder if that third book ever came out. This is like years ago. I actually gave that book to a student that read fiction a lot. I was like, dude, you'll really like this. And I gave it to him. He was like, oh, yeah, I might check it out. I mean, this is like, this is before COVID. So it wasn't, you know, he didn't have to fear that was covered in COVID or anything. But I hope he read it because it is really good. And it was like right up his alley. But I think he is probably like, oh, Mr. Marion doesn't really know what good fiction is. But if he knew that Dustin gave this book to me and knew who Dustin was, he'd be like, oh, yeah, Dustin knows good fiction. But, um, yeah, I miss you, Dustin. We had some good old talks around the dough table back in the day. Anyways, he has a couple questions. I, I was kind of late to asking people questions, but luckily I just got a lot of people sending me in questions. Or like Some questions were from last week that just didn't uh, came in a little too late. And uh, But a lot of people just hit me up with questions. And Dustin says, Okay, what is something you've learned from teaching children? Hmm. Dang, I wasn't even ready for that question. I've learned a lot. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I've, I'm going to miss it for sure. Uh, I did learn that I, I like teaching. Um, yeah, it's taught me... Uh, Ah, oh, man, this is a tough question to answer. Uh, I think kids are... Mm, they are misunderstood a lot. I feel like... I mean, I've taught like a range of, of ages, too. Like, I've mostly been teaching high school. Like, ninth grade to seniors, and right now I'm teaching 7th and 8th, so barely taught any elementary school. 
and there is a big difference between like freshmen and seniors. Uh, my one principal said, yeah, you know, with he's like with middle school and stuff, it's mostly like telling the kids to shut up. And in high school, like seniors, it's telling them to wake up, <laughs> which is kind of true. They start getting a little, little lethargic there in their, in their later years in high school. And they're so hyper at the beginning of high school. But, uh, I had to, I just had to learn to be patient. And like, you know, I was told sometimes the kids that are acting up or like the bad kids are the kids that need the most attention. So I would try to, there's just some kids that want to be in the spotlight, right? So I'd kind of give them, give them a stage, you know, set them up so they can kind of get that out of their system. And, uh, and right now school is so weird because they're stuck in the same room all day. But I did learn like students do, they do want to work. Like if, if they understand the work, they're excited to do it. It's whenever they don't understand what they're doing that they just don't want to do the stuff. It's like trying to get them excited about math by not pushing them too hard. And I was, I've always been teaching in schools where they just didn't have the best math like through middle school. And uh, so they're just behind. So I just quickly, it sucked. You know, I couldn't move that fast with them or even teach them really what, you know, the standards wanted us to teach them and everything. But uh, just realizing that, like, I needed to take a step back. And once they started understanding stuff, like, their eyes light up. And and I'm good at teaching. Like, that's something that – and I'm not one to admit, like, when I'm good at things. But the students love me. Um, That's why it's kind of hard to leave this job because, like, these, these students are like, man, I really – I like having you as a teacher. And, or, like, you're better than this teacher and stuff. And it – it makes me feel good, but also makes me feel bad. Um, and I just can't take the time to go back to school. And and like I said, I'm going to get paid more money, potentially a lot more money than a teacher at this job that I, I'm getting now. And it's kind of bullshit. They don't give teachers enough money. And uh, I, I've learned that a lot of teachers just shouldn't be teachers. You know, maybe they just... You know, I, I got to experience life some, and I think that was helpful in teaching. Like, students knew that I kind of, uh, you know, had experience with my band and just all these other jobs, and I found that really helpful just to relate to them more instead of being like, you know, some teachers are, they go from high school to college, and then they're back in school teaching. So, like, all they've known is teaching. And that's great that they're, they've had all this experience teaching, you know, from a young age. But at the same time, I think some of them are in it and they're just like, man, this sucks. I wish I would have done something else. But, you know, they're locked into their their careers. So, yeah, I kind of want to ref- reflect on that question even more, honestly. What I've learned from children and students. I even try not to really call them kids. You know, those calm students. But uh, yeah, uh, he has another really good question. He says, "Sam Rockwell, John C. Riley, and J.K. Simmons are all amazing actors that don't get as much attention as some other more popular male actors. 
Which one is your favorite, and what are your favorite roles or characters that they play? Dude, I love all those actors. Um, I've actually, Sam Rockwell is one of my favorite actors, so that makes me excited that you like him as well. Sorry, I had to take a little sip of my Coors Light. This podcast is sponsored by Coors Light. I'm just kidding. I'm not sponsored at all. I could get ads, but I just don't want to waste y'all's time. I get like, I probably get like five cents an episode or something just to make you guys listen for like five minutes of a stupid ad. Fuck that. Okay, anyways, Sam Rockwell. Uh, Man, he's in a bunch of movies. Like the first time I ever saw Sam Rockwell was in Charlie's Angels, but he's really good in that actually. And uh, like the old, Char- not the old, old Charlie's Angels, but the one with like Cameron Diaz and stuff. Anyways, he is in a really good movie called Moon. You seen Moon, Dustin? You should check that out if you haven't. Good science fiction movie. He's amazing in. He was amazing as George Bush, and uh, in that movie. Oh, what was it called? That had a. That was about um. Oh shoot! Let me just check him out. Uh. See Sam Rockwell. He is an amazing actor. But yeah, Moon. That's two thousand nine. That's like the number one movie on his IMDb. It looks like. Uh, I need to check out Three Billboards. My girlfriend said that movie's amazing. Let's see his movies. Princess Bride TV's short, huh? Oh, Jojo Rabbit. He was in that movie, Jojo Rabbit. I talked about it some, I think, in a past episode. He was very good in that. He played a very interesting character in that. Um, he was in the new Poltergeist from 2015. I'm trying to think. I feel like there's a movie that he's in that I really liked. What's the one where he plays George Bush? He's been in some drunk histories. That's a good show. Vice. Oh, yeah. That movie was called Vice. He played George Bush. He played a really good George Bush. Iron Man 2. I'd have to say Moon is my favorite, probably. And then his his character in Jojo Rabbit was really good, if I had to pick. All right. Who's the next one? John C. Riley. I also love John C. Riley. He's one of the... He just... He can be like one of the funniest people in the world, but he can also play serious people. I've seen him play serious people in multiple roles, like, you know, Chicago and there's a really I was really into into like independent movies growing up that would be on HBO and stuff. He was in one with Jennifer Aniston. What was it called? He plays like a painter. Stoner dude. Let's see if I can find it. But I think my my favorite roles for him, I mean he's in I love him in, in comedic movies uh, or comedies. Walk Hard is so classic. Of course, Step Brothers, he's, he shines in Step Brothers. And one of my favorite shows of all time is Check It Out with Steve Brule. He has a character that he created. It was on the Tim and Eric show, which is a, a really wild kind of somewhat sketch comedy all over the place. I'd like to just say acid sketch comedy. And it's a character that he built on that show, and then it, he got his own show. And it's just like 12-minute episodes, you know. 
Let me see. What was that movie, though, with Jennifer Aniston? Oh, yeah, he was in uh, Bookie Nights. He's been all over the place, man. He was in Gangs of New York. Let's see here. Where is that movie with Jennifer Aniston? Sorry, guys, I'm, like, scrolling through here. He was in The Thin Red Line? What? Oh, he was in The River Wild. <laughs> 1994. He played uh he played like Kevin Bacon's like stupid henchman. Y'all should check that movie out. And um oh he's in What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Dude, this guy has been in everything. I'm really looking for that movie though. Never been kissed. I remember he's like her boss. The perfect storm. Dang a lang. Prairie Home Companion, really? Man, I can't find that movie that he was in with uh Jennifer Aniston. Why can't I find it? Hmm. What if I just type that in? John C. Riley and Jennifer Aniston movie. Oh, it's called The Good Girl. That doesn't even show up on his IMDb. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but he's really good in that too. But I have to say my favorite movie with John C. Riley was... I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to say Check It Out with Steve Brule just cracks me up so much, and he's so amazing in it, and just such an original character. So I'd have to say that. I'd have to say that maybe. And then uh, J.K. Simmons, amazing actor. I haven't seen him in a ton of things. But he's in that movie about being a drum drumming teacher. What's it called? Splash? Or is it Splash? Sorry, I'm so bad at remembering movies I've seen. Uh, I thought it was. But he's he's another actor that can be super funny. But then, like, super serious as well. So, yeah, J.K. Simmons is an amazing actor. Of course, he's in the Spider-Man movies. Um, let me just see. I'm going to click on this trailer for this movie. Whiplash. Whiplash. 2014 Whiplash. He plays, like, a like a really, like a really good, well-known drumming teacher that's, like, hardcore, like, kind of, like, abusive. But that's a really good movie has a really cool uh, really cool soundtrack. I think it's just drums. So, yeah. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Just when I thought I couldn't respect Dustin any, anymore. He goes in the and names like three of my favorite actors. All right, let's move on. Sorry, that, sorry that, that was so drawn out, guys, and I was looking up all this information. I just had to, though. I just had to. All right, Kaiden says, if our friend Peter ever assembles his soccer team, what do you think he should name it? Oh, well, me, him, and Peter all worked at Mount State Brewing Company together, and uh, Peter became one of my best friends in Morgantown. He just made my day better. Uh, a lot of times I'd, we'd just like be like in the car together before and after work, and he's a super hard worker. He's from Jamaica and just... 
just super awesome. Just an awesome dude. Knows how you look at the brighter side of things and work hard while he's doing it. And um, let's see. Who would Peter's soccer team be? Uh, Maybe Steel Thunder? Steel Thunder. That's what he wanted to name the uh, the refrigerator. Maybe Steel Thunder or... Um, hmm. Maybe just the Avengers, because you, you said assemble. Avengers assemble. I could just see him saying that. Um, yeah, probably still Thunder though. That'd be probably the best name. Uh, but yeah, I miss Peter a lot. He's still up in Morgantown, but I haven't seen him in like years now. But we stay in touch. Peter, I miss you. If you're listening to this, you should listen to this podcast. Dang it. All right, my man Branson. Branson, one of my students from years past. We used to play some Rocket League together. And then they they all made fun of me for not being good at Rocket League, so I got off of there and I stopped playing with them. But I'm ready to get back on there, Branson. I'm not any better, though, so just don't make fun of me whenever I'm on there, okay? Anyways, Branson says, hey, man, loving the podcast. Well, thanks for listening, Branson. That means a lot. Loving the podcast. The next episode, I have a question for you. What do you think about all these recent UFO sightings? It's wild, man. And what's even more wild is like nobody cares. We're just like, oh, yeah, wow. The world sucks, though. They're never going to like, I feel like they're never going to say hi to us because they like, like, man, these people are not doing well here. And if we come here, they're not ready for us. They're probably waiting for us to get better, you know, and start you know, excel as, as a species. And we're not, we're just kind of getting worse. It seems like, but that Tic Tac UFO is very interesting. Uh, if any, any, everybody should check that out. Tic Tac UFO. It's totally legit. Like we sent the Navy out there. We have jets looking at it and they're, they're like looking at it through all their different cameras like the heat sensor cameras and there's like no heat source coming off of it. And I guess it's like, they say it was like 40 feet long and 20 feet wide or something kind of shaped like a Tic Tac. And it's like above the water and it's just like zipping in every direction. And then finally just goes really far, like really fast out of frame. And they're just like, what the heck was that? But yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. I, like I said, I think I think there might be something out there, but they're just, they don't want to come here and because we're just not ready for them. You know? Kind of like when when people started run, you know, came to Amer- uh, North America and the Native Americans were living their life and, you know, they were still hurting each other and everything, but they were still just more down to earth and I don't think they're really ready to have this meeting with a you know I don't want to say like advanced but just you know I think it's just the same thing though like if aliens came here it would just mess up a lot of stuff but maybe not maybe not but yeah it's wild man uh, Van said here's a question for the pod if you worked at a pizza place and asked what I and and asked what I wanted, and I said, surprise me. What kind of pizza would you make me? Hmm. 
surprise you, huh? Hmm. Man, I I was a fan. I would make like a at Mountain State. I would do like a little bit of the the garlic sauce we had, and a little bit of Alfredo for the base, and also with just a little bit of nutmeg, a little bit of fresh nutmeg on there, and uh, just mozzarella cheese and some pepperoni. That was one of my favorite pizzas to make at Mountain State. Maybe put a little bit of garlic around the crust. And I think they would be happy with that. Something about that nutmeg in the um in the Alfredo. Not too much though. Not too much. Okay. But yeah, I miss making that pizza for myself. All right, Sean Maloney said, What's your dream car? Um I'd have to say a Tesla, dude. I really, really want like a top of the line Tesla. Like the ones that drive themselves and you can just fall asleep get hammered drunk and like it would just drive you i'm just kidding i wouldn't get hammered drunk i wouldn't fall asleep either i'd be a little too scared to do that but they're so cool man they really do like basically drive themselves now i remember thinking like we'd need like magnets in the road and sensors in the road for cars to do that but no they don't they just sense it themselves they even stop for you and stuff i mean i think a lot of different cars are doing that now like they'll stop for you if you're about to hit another car and so it's awesome Hell says, if you had to move to another country, which would you choose? Man, I haven't been to many countries. I need to get out more. Um, New Zealand looks pretty awesome, though. New Zealand looks pretty dope. And it just has like a bunch of different kinds of scenery there. I bet the people there are pretty nice. And like certain cities in there kind of look like San Francisco. But uh, yeah, definitely somewhere like that. Somewhere cool, but you know, advanced. Uh, so yeah, I'd say New Zealand. Um, he also asked if you had to, oh wait, never mind. Those are his two questions. All right. Jonathan Grayley, who is a good friend of mine. He's also a comedian. I'm really looking forward to seeing him get back on stage again. And, um, me says, how long does it take for you to write a song and how long does it take for you to realize it's badass? Well, you know, in the studio, it seems like like you just want to keep hammering away at these these songs a lot of times when you're in the studio, at least. And it's hard to like be like, okay, it's finished. Like you can always, it can almost drive you nuts. Like Tommy, he says, like whenever he's mixing and stuff, it's just, it's very, it's very taxing on you. Because you just feel like you can keep tweaking it and tweaking it and tweaking it and tweaking it and eventually you're just kind of beating a dead horse, you know, and that the music's done. I haven't written a ton of songs to tell you the truth. Uh, lately I've been writing these, uh, like funny country tunes for kettle corn. I'm looking forward to that album coming out. And, uh, so that's been fun. It's been just really nice just to write funny songs instead of trying to be serious. I think that's kind of more up my alley, <laughs> honestly. And, uh, I feel like you kind of realize it's good just like right off the bat, at least to you, you know? I mean, I have a lot of songs that I'd have like one line and like one chord progression and then that's it. Like it never it never goes from there. I don't know if it means that it wasn't meant to be a song or I just need to give it even more time, but I feel like my best songs have came f- quicker 
Like they haven't been hard to write. Like my best songs have not been the hardest to write. Now that's kind of just more how I am. Like I can't just be like, okay, I'm going to sit here and write a song. I probably can, but I'm just, maybe I'm lazy. I don't know. You're making me be very reflective right now on my life. Uh, but yeah, I feel like my best songs have just been songs that just kind of flowed out of my mind and onto the paper, through my fingertips, out my mouth, into my eyeballs. I'm just kidding. I don't know what I'm talking about right now. Um, and some songs, like, I like them more as time passes by. Like, right when our, our album will come out, I'll just be like, oh, my song sucks. And then, like, years years later, at some points, I'll be like, man, this song was actually good. I'm surprised I wrote this. I didn't think I could do something like this. Um, so, yeah, sometimes it takes not a lot of time at all, and sometimes it takes a long time. Yeah, how about that answer? I hate answers like that. It's like, oh, yeah, both. They always ask questions like that in sports, like, what won you this game? Was it your all's determination, or was it your all's skill level? Or what? And it's like, well, you know, it's a little mix of both. It's like, what? What kind of... That's the shittiest answer. And I just gave one of those answers, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that, Jonathan. But, you know, it's probably like same thing. Well, like, I know as a comedian, you probably sculpt jokes or like try them out and then it's not that good, but then you keep going, maybe tweaking it a little bit, and then all of a sudden it's it's really hitting, right? Um, Music's not... It's not like that as much. You know, you, you write a song and you don't really change it. You don't play it for people and it's it's even hard to gauge how people like it. Like they're going to cheer after the song probably just because that's like the thing to do. But uh, if you think they don't like it, it's not like you can like really change it. You can, but it doesn't happen very often. So yeah. All right, Megan. Megan says, do you think that Grateful Dead music is country music for people on acid? Yes. Yes, I do. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. People just that have never listened to the Grateful Dead or like really, really listened to the Grateful Dead, that might be how they see it. But man, they write amazing songs. Anybody that's listening that doesn't listen to the Grateful Dead, I think most of my my um, most of my listeners do listen to the Grateful Dead. But I mean, talk about like some of the best lyrics, uh, some of the best musical moments, and. Uh, not even, and I'm like, like a lot of people say like Grateful Dead Live's the best, but they have a lot of good recorded tunes that are just beautiful, and they're kind of experimental in the studio, and uh, but yeah, almost country music for people on acid. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> um, all right, moving right along here, guys. I have one more question. I didn't get very many questions this week. I was late to the party asking for questions. I just wasn't on it this week. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry, I just got angry at, at the microphone. Huh, it was a long day at school. I couldn't get out of there soon enough. But one more week. I really want to give these students my all and um, you know, do something that makes them learn something from me and hopefully remember for the rest of their life. But, you know, who knows? That's asking a lot. But Mark Smith, my man from Moonshine Crossing. I know he's been camping a lot with his son and stuff. He's just a, a great dude to be around. He says, 
thought uh, thought of another question. Thought of other questions. If the pandemic was not occurring, and there were no travel restrictions, where would you want to travel? Hmm. Well, I kind of mentioned New Zealand earlier. That'd be cool to go to. Uh. I I really don't have like that urge to travel that much. Like, there's a lot of places in America I want to go. You know, like. What I want to go do most of all is like go places where like some of my favorite movies were filmed. Like I'll see like a I'll see a scene in a movie and be like, "Oh, that's like you know, I don't know, that's at the Smithsonian where they where they were. I want to walk like right there. Like right where Megan Fox walked at the at the Smithsonian and Transformers um Revenge of the Fallen, you know? Or Shia LaBeouf stood right there and and Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. I just want to go to all the Transformers Revenge of the Fallen filming locations. I'm just kidding. But like more famous movies would be cool to go to the locations. And uh, so, yeah, like I've been at and then I, I kick myself when I've been to like a, a a big place, like a famous place where multiple movies have been shot. But I didn't realize it at the time. And then I watched the movie and I'm like, man, I was right there. I almost stood where that actor stood. Like the, uh, what movie is that? The Untouchables? Is that in Chicago? They're at like Grand Central Station or whatever it's called in Chicago. I've been there as a kid, but didn't go to walk around any of the more famous areas. Uh, as far as countries go, I don't know. Like New Zealand. Uh, I want to go to England. I want to go to, I'd like to go to Italy and just try some like really good Italian food, go to Thailand, have some good street food and stuff. I know like, I know, um, Anthony Bourdain always loved going to like Vietnam. It was like one of his favorite places. So it'd be cool to go to some cool place that like that Anthony Bourdain went and loved just to experience it for myself. So, yeah, that's a good question. He says, what is your favorite place you have ever traveled in West Virginia and outside of West Virginia? Hmm. Man, these questions are hard. This is the last one. Uh, in West Virginia? Man, I really don't know. I don't know. I've been all around West Virginia. But... I can't think of like a particular area I love a lot. I mean, I love Morgantown. Love I like Fayetteville a lot. Um I probably have to say Fayetteville just with all the all the hiking that you can do here and uh you know. The people are pretty cool here for the most part. I like I did like living in Morgantown just kind of like that kind of small city life, and I like small towns where you can just walk anywhere if you need to. You can walk and get to any places for any like things you need. That's cool. Um, traveled outside of West Virginia. Hmm. I still want to experience more places. I uh, I like Pittsburgh a lot. There's certain areas of Pittsburgh that are really cool. And just, I do like cities. Um, 
I've always kind of just wanted to live in a city, like live in an apartment, and you come out there and you're you're out on the streets, experiencing the city. So yeah, there's a few places. So um, let's do a band story time. All right, I actually have like eight minutes left before the hour's up. I want to talk about a little place called the Indian Auditorium. Okay, I'm not going to tell you exactly where it's at because I really can't even remember the exact city it's at, but it's outside of Clarksburg, West Virginia, okay? And it is an old, old school that is no longer a school. It's like an abandoned school. And attached to that school was a really small gymnasium built, like, in 1950. And it's neat. It's, like, all made out of wood. And there's a stage at one end. And we knew a guy, Rusty, that would put on festivals out there back in the day. And that's like kind of like, was one of like the first festivals we'd play and like the first ones we would like headline and stuff like that. And I had so many fun times out there. A lot of fun times in that auditorium. Like the story was like this, the high school that was there, all they had was, they're the Indians. And that was like their school, their mascot name. And they, they had won the state championship, but all they had was a dirt court. That's where they had practice and probably have their games and everything. But they ended up winning the state championship, so the town got money together and built them this gymnasium. And uh but it ended up being like kind of like this hippie festival area. And it's like one of our earlier shows too. I mean, we were just young lads. But <laughs> the the stage, they, we didn't have like a, a a fancy light set up, so there was just fluorescent lights above the stage, like at the end of the the basketball court. And uh, I'm going to talk about this for a second. I'm only working at school one week, so I think I can talk about this stuff. Let's talk about doing drugs. Well, I took acid, and I can't speak for the rest of the band. Maybe they all took acid too, maybe they didn't. But uh, I took some acid, and I we started jamming. And I was like, man, these fluorescent lights suck. They just weren't giving off that good vibe. Like when you're on acid, you just, I'm very much like aware of my surroundings. And I just want like very cool. I'm also like sensitive to lighting and stuff and sound. Like if the radio is too loud in my car and somebody's talking, I always turn it down or if the overhead light's on, I never like that. Like in a living room, like I'll turn that light off and turn the lamp on instead. And that just gives like better better atmosphere, right? But we didn't have any lights at all but those shitty fluorescent lights above our heads. So so we just turned them off. And we just played the whole, almost the entire set in complete darkness. And it was awesome. I was just like really getting lost in the music because it was just dark and we we sounded great too. We were like having some cool, really cool jams and stuff. And then like the only awkward moments were between songs. We'd be like, okay, yeah, that was a song, you know. <laughs> we didn't know what to say at all. It was just like, okay, let's let's get on to the next song. But it would take us like ten minutes between each song to play. And uh, that that that's one of my favorite places that I've been to in West Virginia. And not just like the place in general, but just the the experience that I've had at the Indian Auditorium. 
So I don't know if any of my listeners have ever been there or not. I think most of them haven't. But that was uh that was a good band story. That was a fun time. Don't take acid all the time though, folks, just in case you're listening and uh you know. It's just something to experiment with sometimes. Open up your mind a little bit, okay? So uh yeah, I think I'm gonna call that the podcast. Yep. Yep, I'm gonna call that one the podcast. Not my best podcast, wasn't on my game, but hey, this this is just a natural thing. This It was a podcast. It was a podcast. So, guys, I will be more on it next week. Next week, it's going to be the best podcast ever. So, my listeners that have been listening every week, thank you so much. Don't give up on me now. Keep on listening. Share it with people that you think might be into podcasts. I'm very humbled with the listens that I had last week. And just please, please keep on checking it out. I have so much fun doing this. I'm never going to stop. Never, ever going to stop. So I hope you guys have the best week ever. Keep your heads up. All right. And uh, I'll see you all next Monday. Or talk to you all guys next Monday. All right, I'm just going to get off of here before I say anything else that's stupid. So I love you guys so much. Goodbye. The rest I see the morning.